hello everyone welcome to another beautiful Wednesday hopefully it's beautiful for you it's a beautiful day for me <laughs> and um, we are moving up the chakras through the sacred truths of the chakras and today we're in the third chakra which is our solar plexus and this is the last of the um, earth-based chakras or more of like the uh, like physical body chakras before we get up into the higher vibrational chakras more of the um, cosmos source chakras if you will so the third chakra is all about personal power self-esteem um, developing the development of that um, that self and understanding who you are in your environment and um, really a lot about your intuition. Like this is your, your gut instinct with things, following your gut, if you will. And the sacred truth for this area, so we went from all as one to honor one another to now we're on honor oneself. And the energy that comes, the energies that come together in this chakra have one spiritual goal. And this is to help help us mature in our self-understanding, the relationship that we have with ourselves and how we stand on our own and take care of ourselves. The spiritual quality that by this area is symbolized by the passage from childhood to adulthood. And we all have faced or will face an experience that reveals to us our own internal strengths and weaknesses as separate from the influence of our ancestors. And the spiritual quality inherent in the third chakra compels us to create an identity apart from our tribal self. And you see why it's important to have a sense of tribe first, because as we move up, now that we have our feet on the ground and we know how to honor, honor our relationships that we have in order to understand who we are as an individual. And now we are in the space of who am I in this life? Who am I and how do I make sense of who I am? And we go through many circumstances where we have like this, it's like stages of discovery of who we are. And I love in this, in the book that I've been reading and I've been mentioning, it, I'm getting all of my information from this book is it's sort of like the stages of personal evolution in this in this process so it is just in discovering who we are and there's never just one circumstance it's many of these throughout the course of our lives and then also especially when we have spiritually awoken if that's a word i hope that's a word when we have spiritually woken up we have even more of these stages of development so I'm going to go over each stage relatively quickly so that way we kind of have an understanding of what happens in each one. And it makes sense why each stage occurs the way that they do. So in the first stage is revolution. So 
this is when we discover that something needs to change. So this is usually we begin to separate from group thought and establish our own sense of authority. You can suddenly realize that you hold an opinion different from your family and from your friends and we'll have difficulty freeing ourselves sometimes from the group's energy. And that that strength usually depends on numbers and opposition to most expressions of individuality. And finding our own voice even in some of these little revolutions each time is very spiritually significant. Spiritual maturity is measured not by the sophistication of a person's opinions but by their genuineness and the courage necessary to express and maintain them. So and by courage we don't mean stubborn. Um you know we don't we're not looking at like setting in your ways. It's the courage to understand and grow in your opinion and and know that they aren't based on what other people are thinking. Spiritual maturity in contrast is the capacity to stand one's ground as a reflection of genuine inner belief. So the next stage is involution. This is the process of looking inward and how we can take that revolution and change who we are on the inside and who we are and identify ourselves in the process. You ask your inner self, what else do I believe? What else do I think? I want to know myself better. This is a request for information. So in every new situation, information pours into our gut. We get feelings about new people and new circumstances and new places and new environments. So in this phase in evolution, we assess our external world and how well it is serving our needs. Often this self-examination leads us to want to focus on our relationship with source or god or goddess or whatever this consciousness is that is helping us through this life and our life's purpose but we first need to develop a level of internal stamina that gives us the strength to handle the consequences of self-examining thought so the next stage which is very interesting because when i first read this i was like what what but then it made sense to me stage 3 is narcissism Now, before we all go, wait a minute. Narcissism is not good. And yeah, it has kind of like a negative connotation to it. It has a bad rap, but it's sometimes an extremely necessary energy for us as we work to develop a strong sense of self. We have to be able to defend ourselves against that judgment that other people might hold because they are uncomfortable with that process that we're going through. Your authenticity is a permission slip for other people to be authentic and not everybody else is going to be able to meet you there. So giving yourself a new image like as as superficial as a new haircut or clothes or per, even like a new body shape from personal training indicates that changes are also occurring within you. So while we're in this vulnerable stage, we may get major critical reactions. from our tribe or our associated groups and narcissistic energy gives us the backbone to recreate ourselves and our boundaries in the face of this opposition the changes in this stage 
prepare us for the more significant internal changes to follow. So that being said, narcissism, although it may have a bad rap in this stage of our development, it is necessary for us to have the strength and the fortitude to continue forward in this process of change. Lastly, the fourth stage is evolution. So this is taking this change process and implementing it into living our life. So it is taking the developing self-esteem as an internal one and people can maintain their principles, their, their, their dignity and their faith without compromising inner energy from their spirit are internally evolved, such as Gandhi and Mother Teresa and Nelson Mandela. The world is filled with people of much lesser reputations who have accomplished this level of self-esteem, of course, but these three people's spirits took charge of their physical environments and the environments changed to accommodate the power of their spirits. Did you guys hear that? What they had, they didn't exert that power on anybody else. The power outside of them changed to honor them. It accommodated the power of their spirit. All three of these people were incidentally thought to be narcissistic during some stage of their development. So for example, Mother Teresa was almost forced to leave two religious communities in her early days because her vision of service to the poor was way more intense than her sisters could abide. So during that time, she was thought to be self-absorbed, and narcissistic. Can you freaking imagine that? Mother Teresa being narcissistic. Not even for a second, right? But in that stage of her evolution, that is how she was depicted. She had to go through a period of deep spiritual reflection. And when the time was right, she acted on her intuitive guidance. Like Gandhi and Mandela, she entered into a stage of evolution in which personality became persona an archetypal force from which millions of people could draw inspiration. As your own spirit takes command, the world will also yield to its force. That is incredible. How beautiful is that? The world will yield to the force that is your authentic, or your authentic self, your authenticity. I, I mean, that gets me every time. It makes me kind of emotional because that's just, it's not you exerting any force, but it is the world that bows to who you are as an individual because you are brave enough to be who you are. So let's move on to the questions of self-examination. So do you like yourself? If you don't, what don't you like about yourself and why? Are you actively working to change things about yourself that you don't like? And why are they there in the first place? Do they have deep roots in trauma or do they have something that maybe was brought upon you because of past circumstances or societal influence? Understand where those things come from. Are they yours? Are the things that you don't like about yourself, are they yours or are they someone else's? Are you honest? Do you sometimes misrepresent the truth? And if so, why? Are you critical of others? 
Do you need to blame others as a way to protect yourself? Are you able to admit it when you are wrong? Are you open to feedback from other people about yourself? I'll tell you right now, that is really, that was really challenging for me for a very long time. And it's only been the recent, maybe past year or so, I've been able to really open myself up to that out, like that criticism with a sense of self, like with that sense of authority without allowing it to harm without it letting it compromise who I am, but being open to listening, to listening and remaining quiet to hear. So anyway, are you able to admit it when you are wrong? Are you open to feedback from other people about yourself? Do you need the approval of others? And if so, why? Do you consider yourself strong or weak? Are you afraid of taking care of yourself? Have you ever allowed yourself to be in a relationship with a person you didn't really love, but it seemed better than being alone? Do you respect yourself? Can you decide to make changes in your lifestyle and then stick to your commitment? Are you afraid of responsibility or do you feel responsible for everything and everyone? And finally, are you continually wishing your life were different? And if so, are you doing anything to change it? Have you resigned yourself to your situation? Okay, you guys, that's it. That is the third chakra. Pretty powerful stuff, right? I mean, I remember reading this book and it was just like, okay, so I'm going to need to cry (laughs) a lot. So I hope that this resonates with you. I hope that you loved it. I love talking about it. And I really hope that this helps you move through your day and I hope that this next week is amazing for you. I hope that you have some incredible revelations and you're able to really sit in your most authentic, most beautiful self. And I'll see you again on Wednesday, you guys, with the next chakra, our fourth chakra, our heart. I love you guys so much and I hope you have a really beautiful rest of your week. And until we meet again, love and light to you all. Thank you again so much for listening to this episode of Third Eye with Lorelai. If you loved this episode, if you loved everything that was in it and it really resonates with you, be sure to share this with someone that you love, that you feel like might need some of the content and be sure to take the time to check out all of the other content that I have on Instagram, on Akasha Flicks, on YouTube, on all the places. I I even made a TikTok, y'all. So go check it out. I do live uh, card readings um, every week and I also do uh, Monday pick a card. So be sure to check out some of the other stuff to really continue your journey onward and upward. And if you're interested in a tarot card reading, if you're interested in energy coaching or spiritual mentorship, please contact me slide into my DMs on Instagram. Contact me on www.thirdeyewithlorelei.com. I'd be more than happy to work with you and help you reach your goals and find your purpose in this lifetime. So I love you guys. Share this with someone you love. Share it with someone that you may think might need it. And I love you guys. 